Okay, so most social media sites or apps have uh, a for you page, okay? Or they like to use for you, like you can go on a news and it's like for you news, things that you think you'll be interested in. Or on TikTok, you've got your for you page and you scroll through that and that's all the things that they think you're interested in. And so every, every site kind of has this and then every single hashtag on a TikTok video or everybody, it's like FYP, right? For you page because they want to make sure that that, is seen by as many people. And oftentimes, what you like and what you don't like and what you watch and what you choose to skip definitely affects what's on your For You page. For uh, some of us here on staff, our For You pages look really uh, different in some ways. Uh, uh, Hope, her For You page, full of cats. Okay, just cats, lots of them. Cute cats, kittens, all of those things. Uh, for Pastor Brittany, it's pugs, okay? There are dogs and puppies and pugs and all of those things. Uh, for Pastor Sean, it's also cats and pugs, but it's uh, the taxidermy of th- those things, actually. Uh, it's funny, you know how like they've got gym talk and stuff? They call it tax talk uh, for that one. If you look that up, it's actually taxidermy. Uh, just kidding, it's actually like taxes. It's pretty lame. Uh, So all of those things, my For You page for TikTok, okay, it's got a lot of different things. It's got gym talk. So it's all those people who are like, you should do this weightlifting thing. If you do this weightlifting thing, you're going to have biceps like me as long as you do this weightlifting thing and take steroids. Yeah, okay. Uh, That's sort of the that. Or it's like, eat. and I always watch what they, like, they're the things they make, okay? I'm just like, man, that looks so good. Food talk, okay? TikTok for me, it's all about food. I really like watching people cook those things. I'm like, man, that looks delicious. I'm never gonna cook that in my life, okay? I'm just not gonna, it takes like way too much work, but I'm gonna enjoy watching, thinking that it looks good. That's it, that's it. Uh, so pimple popping, I don't know if it's pimple talk. I don't know if they have a name for it. I can't stop watching those either, okay? Like if I see somebody having a little tiny hair, and it's an ingrown hair sticking out, I'm watching the whole thing. I don't care if it's one of those long form videos, okay? I'm watching it because I want to see as they just keep pulling and keep yanking out and all of a sudden they've got like a horse's mane hair coming out of their chin. I want to watch it because it's so fascinating. Or like where they pull out the splinter. I, I love it. The blackheads, you know, and they push it, they push it, and all of a sudden there's a pop. Oh, look, it's horrifying. I can't stop watching it. Okay, it's the best. Uh, Animals. Okay, I have animals, and everybody has the cute ones where the dog, you know, and they put the voice on the dog, and the dog's confused about the saran wrap or something like that. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. But also, somehow, I got into the, the part of the TikTok where it's like planet Earth, but after the cameras stopped showing and all of a sudden it's like the zebra's face getting mauled by the tiger and its jaws hanging off of it and stuff like that. I'm seeing like I somehow got a, like got the video sent like they're on my for you page where it's like it's wild it's like literally it's wild it's like the the, the hyenas or the lions or whatever or like the chimpanzee like playing with the 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 other pet and all of a sudden it just ragdolls the thing I don't know I can't stop watching it's horrifying I get it it's so interesting, though. It's great, okay? So that's what's on my For You page. But every once in a while, okay, something, something goes viral. And it's not just on my For You page. It's not just on your For You page. It's on everybody's For You page. Uh, like for earlier this year, it was this one. Everybody saw this one. I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn. Thank you. 
everybody knew everybody knew this, right? Like somehow corn company got a hold of this thing and they they paid TikTok a lot of money and they're like, you know what? We're gonna need you to start pushing. We got a lot of corn. We need you to push this. I don't know what logarithm made this successful, but everybody, anytime you just said the word corn, everybody went, it's corn, and started singing the song. You couldn't do it. You could not, right? That was on everybody's for you page. Uh, last year, somehow it was this guy. Everybody was on here. And this one right here was last year's TikTok, favorite TikTok. Hey, yeah, right? It was this guy. Every time. Every time I got on Facebook last year, it was him and somebody else doing that little dance with the drone flying around him. I don't know. I didn't even know who that guy was. But somehow, he had video after video with like 40 million likes on it. It was wild. But your For You page is the things that you care about. It's the things that interest you. It's the things that reflect your personality. I honestly think if you scroll through somebody's For You page for a little bit, you could pretty much get a good idea of what they like what their hobbies are, what interests them, and all of those things. And last week we started this series called For You Page to talk about a few things that the Bible talks about that are for each and every one of us, that are for you. Why? Because the verses literally say the words for you. And if it says for you, then it probably means that it's for you. Okay, that's, that's as simple as it goes. And so we're going to go through things like God is for you not against you. God will fight for you. We learned that last week with Pastor Sean talking about Jehoshaphat and the, and the Israelites going against those armies, and God fought for them, and God will fight for you. God has plans for you. God has paid a high price for you. There's all sorts of verses in the Bible that say things that are for you. And so we want you to know that as somebody who believes in Jesus, there are things that are for you. So let's look at this tonight. We are going to talk about God's will for you. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, it says, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. See, God's will for you right here. In these few verses from the Bible, you might think, oh, it's got it's to be elaborate. It's got to be big. It's got to be complicated. It's got to be all these different things, all these do's and don'ts and follow these rules and da-da-da-da-da. But really, it can get so simple as these simple verses right here in 1 Thessalonians 5. So let's take a look at each one of these verses. We're going to break it down a little bit and just talk about what does it mean to do that. If God's will is for us to be these things, then we probably should take some time, figure out what it means and how it looks to live our life like this. So 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 says, always be joyful. Now, there is a difference between joy and happiness. People confuse joy and happiness a lot. They're going after happiness with their life. They think because they got this thing or they're with this person or they're wearing this thing or they're driving this car that they have happiness. But that's not what it is. And being joyful, though, doesn't mean that you can't be sad. You can be joyful and sad at the same time. You can be joyful and that doesn't mean you always have to be happy. That's unrealistic here on this earth. There are plenty of things in this life I know that will make you sad, that are not going to make you happy. There will be loss, there's going to be hurt, there's going to be pain, and you will not be happy in those moments. And not for a second do we want to live like people who just kind of keep our heads in the cloud and are just like, no, that doesn't bother me. I don't, I don't care. I just, I'm just happy. God is good. God, God, good is God all the time. Whatever that one looks like, right? And then, there, so there's happiness. 
We're all chasing happiness. So what's the difference between happiness and joy? Well, happiness has a lot to do with your circumstances, your situation. What's going on in your life? Oh, I'm with this person, so therefore I'm happy. Oh, I, I have this, so I'm happy. I'm eating this, that's me. Uh, and so therefore I am happy. Whatever it is, we, we kind of have this idea that it's, it's about our circumstances. What am I doing right now? And it's sort of fleeting. We can be happy one moment because we're eating something and then it's gone. And then we're no longer happy because it's gone, okay? We could be watching your favorite show and you're happy and all of a sudden they kill off your favorite character. Not happy, okay? You could be, you could be all sorts of things, hanging out with somebody and, and, and happy and all of a sudden they say something that bothers you, that bugs you, that rubs you the wrong way. Not happy. We can go from happy to not happy very quickly. Happiness, it's an emotion. It's something that we feel, and honestly, it relates to how comfortable are we. Am I comfortable right now? Then I'm happy. If I'm not comfortable, then I'm probably not happy. That's happiness. So what does joy look like? Well, joy is all about sort of a heavenly perspective. Not necessarily going, what are my circumstances? Am I comfortable? What is happening to me in the moment? But we're looking at a bigger picture. It's a gift. It's a fruit. The Holy Spirit in the, in the Bible, there's, there's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It talks about in Galatians, and it goes love, and then it goes joy. What the, God, what the Holy Spirit, when we ask Jesus into our hearts and we start trusting in him and making him Lord over our lives, the Holy Spirit can produce this in our lives. It's, it's a hope in Jesus and what Jesus did on the cross for us. We look to that constantly. We go, I, this situation right now is not good. It's not making me happy, but I can still have the joy of what Jesus did for me, and I can still have a hope in my future. It's about contentment, not comfort. It's about contentment, not circumstances, not situations. It's going, I have what I have. Me and Julie went on this cruise. To give you like a better illustration of joy and happiness, me and Julie went on this cruise. It's the only cruise we ever went on, and I didn't know what I was doing. And turns out we went on the old person cruise line, okay? Uh, and so all of the cool things you see in the commercials, they're like, go have a blast on your cruise ship. Our ship didn't have any of those things, okay? It had like a pool. There was a, like a nightclub. And me and Julie, we really liked to dance, okay? That's how we met, is on the dance floor. And so we were like, let's go dance. So we go up to like their, their nightclub to dance. There's no one there because everyone was asleep already, okay? So we're like, we're on this cruise ship, but our, and we were like poor newly, newlyweds, okay? And so we could only afford the cheapest room. Well, the cheapest rooms are on the very, 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 very front of the ship and the very, 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 very top of the ship. Now, you're like, oh, that's great. I am up on the top of the ship. Well, it turns out, okay, as the boat is going through the water and there is waves that kick the boat up and down. If you're in the middle of the boat, you don't notice those things. You feel a little bit of this, not this, okay? But if you're on the very front of the boat, you kind of start to notice how you, you feel yourself. You're not sure what's going on, like you're in an elevator at all times. You're laying in bed and you're like, oh, we're going up now. Ugh. Okay, now we're going to, now we're going down. Okay. And so the whole, for like the first day, we, had to t we were just sick to our stomachs, trying to lay in this bed, trying to hang out, because we were in that area that it was going up, and it was going down. And when the waves got big, and we were way high up in the air, and then we were way down there in the low. And that's kind of the difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is the front of the ship. Yeah, you get to have the real highs, because you're happy. The circumstances are perfect. 
but also, boom, it so quickly can drop you to the middle. But joy is in the middle of the ship. Joy isn't getting tossed and turned as much by the waves because it's in the middle. It's more grounded. Or better yet, joy is like a plane. You're in the boat, you're getting tossed and turned, the plane is just like... They don't, a plane doesn't notice the waves. A plane doesn't notice the circumstances because it's above those things. And that's kind of the difference between happiness and joy. Nehemiah 8.10 says, don't be dejected and sad for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy from God is what we need. Joy from God is strong. It doesn't get tossed and turned by the circumstances, the waves of the world. But how, how do we get it? Well, Jesus wants to be the source of our joy, the joy of the Lord. Our Lord Jesus is our strength, not things. People chase joy their whole life in things, in people, in stuff, but they only find happiness. And sometimes happiness isn't good enough and happiness doesn't last. Our joy should be grounded in the fact that regardless of what happens here on earth, whatever our situation, our circumstances, what happens, we have a God who loves us. We have a heaven waiting for us. And we have a better eternity ahead of us than anything that we're experiencing here on earth, good or bad. And nothing can change that. Nothing can change those three truths. Nothing can break that. Nothing good or bad. And God's will for you is to always be joyful. So our next sub, it says, always be joyful. Then the next verse says, never stop praying. Never stop? Like, never, never stop. Never stop praying? Like, like never. That's what, it's, that's what it's saying, okay? And so let's kind of define praying. Uh, it's honestly, it's a fancy church word. And what it means? Talking to God. But this verse is saying, pray. another version of it says, pray without ceasing. And when we think about praying, I think we often pr- picture like hands folded, uh, eyes closed, head bowed. But if we did that all the time, I think it would look a little weird. It might look like this. All right, let's, uh, let's have a good game there. Yeah, 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 good game. Yeah, let's do it. Oh okay. my gosh, Jesus, help me. She looks so mean, and I did, not, I did not come to practice at all this week, and if I don't play good, that, that mean lady in the crowd who also happens to be my mom is going to yell at me, and I'm just really nervous. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of the Service. ball. I don't know how to play volleyball Service. at all. This is my first, Service. It's my first week on the team. God, please help me. Oh, God. I said service. Okay, class, um, welcome to math. Um, So it's a pop quiz today. I didn't tell you because I'm evil and I want to destroy all your lives. Um, And it's going to be a verbal test on division. So I hope you're all ready for it. All right. Oh, my gosh, Lord, please help me. I did not study. I've not been to this class in probably a month. Let's Um, see. The first question is going to be, 364 divided by the square root of 12. The square root? I didn't know squares had roots. I thought you had to draw them, not grow them. Let me see. Who am I going to call on? Probably the kid that looks the scaredest. Um, Oh, please don't look at me. I look so scared. Look confident. Jimmy, you. What's the answer? Jimmy. That's you. No. (laughs) You fail. Oh, hey, what's up? What hey. have you been up to? Hey, yeah, no, I've been listening to Taylor Swift's new album. Oh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Non-stop. Oh, my gosh. It's the Best. worst. What? What? 
Excuse me? Did the you absolute say? worst. It's <gasps> audible garbage. You ever stick your ear in a garbage can and listen? Yeah, it's that's what Instead it sounds like. Instead of punching you, I'm going to pray for you. Dear Jesus, please help this man who Hello? has zero taste we were whatsoever. Talking. It sounds please like every other album she's ever put out. To hear better. It sounds like every other pop album that's come out in the last 10 years. He has no idea what the heck he's talking about. It's not as good as and Evermore. It's not as good as Red. It's not as good as 1989. He knows not what he does. He knows not what he I does. I know what I'm doing. He is ignorant. He Are you listening wrong. to me? He is not my friend anymore, but please, please forgive him. Please forgive him. I'm done talking to you. Why you gotta be so mean? <laughs> this is a dress. <laughs> All right, I'm ready for driving school. You, you don't look ready. I'm he, real nervous. Yeah, I can tell. Why are your knuckles white? Because that's what they say to do. If you're scared, you white knuckle the steering wheel. You know okay. what I'm going to do? I'm going to break because I'm real scared. Just calm down. We've been doing this. I've been doing this all the time. Okay. You're going to be fine. I'm so nervous. God, please okay. help me. Wait, okay. I don't know how to drive. You're about to merge onto the I, interstate. I've not been Stop paying attention to the class. It's going to go on. I'm praying. Jesus, take the wheel. Take it from my hands. This waiter, I just know it. Oh, yes. Here is your, your lunch. Um, how's it look? Everything looking good? Uh, we're doing okay over here. Do you need more water? Do you need more flowers? Um, there's flowers on the tray. Dear Jesus. This is not what I ordered. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Help your me to keep my cool because this fool did not write down my order and I knew he was going to mess it up, but he was so confident when I told him exactly what I wanted. I didn't want onions. I Feels hate like onions. she's passive aggressively praying There's at me. There's onions all over this burger. Help I him I could remember it. to make tips because I know that's what he survives on. So and I don't get a lot of them. maybe help him to get a better job that involves less detail oriented skills. That's true. I'm going to look into University of Phoenix and see what kind of technology and job I can help him to not spit in my food. I, I might do that. Amen. So never, it says never stop praying. Like, and we, we think about that and we think about the reality of that and we have a life to live. We have people to talk to. We can't just sit around going through our life, walking down school, like hands folded, eyes closed, head back. You will run into so many things, okay? You have to keep your eyes. So what is this verse talking about? We can't do that. But the thing is, is hands folded, head bowed, eyes closed. That's not prayer. That's just kind of a custom that we do when we pray. It's not prayer itself. Prayer is simply communication with God. It's talking to him. Just like you communicate with friends or, or parents, you, you, you're shooting a text or you, you send a snap or you, you call them on the phone or FaceTime, whatever it is, it's communicating with God. And we can live each minute of the day in a constant sort of flowing conversation with God. And there's a significant important like value in time where we set aside to kind of do the whole, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit and I'm going to pray to God. And there is a, that is very important to do each and every day, to spend time in prayer with God. Jesus did that. He, it says that he went off early in the morning to go and pray. He did that. But there is also room, and it's also really important that we do this in every moment of the day, sort of talking with God. And so this verse, what it means is that the use of your voice, 
when it says to pray and never stop praying or to pray constantly is the, the, that your use of your voice is not always important. You know how many times I'm walking through my life and I'm having a conversation with myself in my head? What's the difference with that between having a conversation with myself in my head and having a conversation with God in my head? You don't need to use your voice to pray. You can pray right up in here. It also means that the posture of your prayer is not the most important thing. You don't have to have hands folded, head bowed, eyes closed to pray. It also means that the place is not really important. It doesn't matter that if, if you're at school, you're waiting for class, you're in your car, you're at home, you're at a friend. It doesn't really matter the place. It's not really that important. And also the particular time you pray is not better. I would say this, that it would be better to pray a little, a lot, than to pray a lot, a little. That if you went through your day having little prayers to God, anytime anything came up, you were just like, oh, thanks God, or oh God, that was really difficult, and had that constant conversation with him throughout the day versus something right at the beginning of the day, right when you wake up and you can barely stay awake and keep your eyes open, but you know you're supposed to. Praying a little, a lot, goes a lot longer, a lot further than praying a lot, a little. It's good to pray no matter what, but this idea of being in constant conversation with God. So what do we pray for, Okay. Well, we pray for tacos. That's what we pray for, okay? It's Taco Tuesday, all right? And I love tacos, okay? We pray that God sends us tacos. Also, if you love tacos like me, you can use this idea of tacos as sort of a, a, a thing to help you remember. So T in tacos stands for Thanksgiving. Let's be thankful for things. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about this in just a minute. Then A is adoration, okay? Fancy word for I, saying just, we, we say, God, I, I adore you. I'm really grateful for you. I, I, I thank you for all this thing. If you adore somebody, you're going to say nice things to them. That's adoration. C stands for confession. Just saying to God what you've done wrong and asking for forgiveness. God, I blew up at my mom. God, I, I know I shouldn't have said that. I, my, I, I cheated on that test. I, I did whatever it is I did. I looked at that girl too long. Confess. Confess so that way you can do that. All right? Others. We pray for others. We should be praying for our friends. We should be praying for our family. Is somebody sick? We should be praying for that person. We should be doing all of those things. Ephesians 6.18 says, stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Praying for other people gets us out of our own heads. It gets us out of our own little like self-conceited worlds. We think about ourselves all the time. And we're always wondering, What's, what do I need? What do I want? We're trying to keep our selves alive and happy and all the time, but praying for other people gets us out of that world. And then finally, at the end of all these things, then we pray for ourselves. Ephesians 6, 18, it says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. We pray for ourselves. I, every morning I'm praying for protection. I'm praying that God would provide for me, that he would help me, that he would bless me, that if there's anything wrong with me, that he would heal me. I am going to be praying and I'm going to keep that conversation going with God. And I got to admit, there's times I don't. There's times where I go through my life and I'm not praying constantly, but God is offering, and it's, it's just a goal. It's God's will that we be in constant communion with him. All right, and the last verse says, be thankful in all circumstances. Notice it doesn't say, be thankful for all circumstances. God knows that there are things in your life that you're not gonna be thankful for, but he does still want you to be thankful in those situations. You wanna know a great way to start being thankful is to stop complaining. 
Just stopping complaining about the things that are in your life that you don't like is a great step towards being thankful to God. Philippians 2.14 says, do everything without complaining and arguing. Complaining is the opposite of thankfulness. If your parents gave you a gift and you complained about that gift that they gave you, then they would, that would, they would not think that you were very thankful for that gift. But you know what? It's so easy to complain. It's really easy, and it's, here's why. You want to know why? Because people, it's easy to make friends when you complain. It's easy to find common ground with people when you complain. Imagine this. You're sitting in line at a grocery store, okay? Sitting in line, and it's taking forever. Let's not say a grocery store. You don't go to grocery stores. All right, let's say we're waiting in line at Chick-fil-A. Nah, Chick-fil-A is not that fast. You know it's going to be fast. Wendy's. Wendy's is the slowest fast food restaurant in the world. We're waiting in line at Wendy's, okay? And you're waiting there, right? And if you were to say to the person behind you that you didn't know, you know what? I'm just really thankful for this opportunity to learn a little patience. I don't mind that this is taking so long. Don't, this is really okay with me. How about you? That person's going to look at you like you're crazy, okay? They aren't going to talk to you. They're going to think you're weird, and they're going to turn around or get back on their phone and stop listening to you because it's weird. But if you were to say... This line is taking forever. You just made a best friend. All of a sudden, they're just like, I know, right? What's the deal? They just can't find good workers, right? I know, right? If you start complaining just to the random stranger behind you, you now have a best friend for the entire 30 minutes you're waiting in that line at Wendy's. It's ridiculous because complaining helps us find common ground, but being thankful, being thankful shows God that we appreciate him and all the things he does for us. It helps us be aware of everything he has given us. You don't, when you're, when you're trying to be thankful, you're not comparing what you have with what other people have in a negative way. You might be going, God, I see that person who's really struggling and, and please be with them. And also thank you, God, that I'm, I'm, an, I'm, I'm able to afford the clothes on my back or the gas in my car. And you don't complain about what you have. You know, like how the, like the general world is compl- in America is complaining about the 1% and how greedy they are, which, which could be true or not true and all of these things. But if you look at, if you look at the whole world, okay, we're really mad at the 1% of America is what we're really mad at. But if you look at the one, like the, from top to bottom, poorest in the world to the, and the wealth distribution, most people in America are in the 1% of the world. Most people in America meet that standard where we, we, almost all of us in America have 1% of the world wealth compared to everywhere else in the world. There are so many people, billions of people that have it worse than us. And so even in a tough time, even when we're struggling, even when we're missing out on something, we, we want something, we, we have reasons to complain, we still have reasons to be thankful. We can look at our life and go, man, I know it could be worse, and God, I know that you still have a plan, and you're still working, and thank you, thank you, thank you for what I have. First, that's the last part of 18 says, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. This is God's will for you, that we always be joyful, we never stop praying, and we be thankful in all our circumstances. Now, God has given us free will, and with that free will is a choice, God's will is what God wants, but he also gives you the choice. He lets you choose. Do we choose to follow God's will for our life, 
or do we choose to go through life in our own way? And Jesus had a choice in, in his life. When he was here on earth, he had a choice. And he, and he knew what he had to do, die on a cross, be beaten, whipped, and, and, and have a horrible death. And he knew it was coming. And he said, God, please take this cup of suffering away from me. But if not, let your will be done, not mine. So why God's will? Why live God your will not my will be done. Why live that way? Well, because it's, it's kind of the best way to live. Imagine if we looked at this verse, but we looked at it in the opposite. Like we, we flipped it on its head. So 1 Thess 5, 16, 18 says, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Okay, so this next one, it's not the Bible. Okay, we're gonna call it 1 Thessalonians chapter negative five, Verses negative 16 through negative 18. Okay, I know it's like the opposite. Always be sad and depressed. Never ever talk to the one who can actually help. Complain about everything, all the time, in all circumstances. Just so this doesn't get taken out of context, this is not the Bible, okay? This is not, this is something, if we flipped this verse we've been looking at on its head, we would be living always sad and depressed. We would never ever go to the person who can actually help when we're sad or need help or provision or protection or comfort. And we would complain about everything all the time in every circumstance. Now, here's a question I want you to ask yourself. And I was asking myself this as well. Is which one of these verses looks like the way you are living right now? Are you living the first Thessalonians 5 life of always being joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances? Or are you living the first negative, first less Thessalonians life where you're always sad and depressed and you're never talking to God and you're always complaining about everything all the time? And sometimes my life, my life looks like the wrong one. Sometimes I get sucked into trying to fill my life with stuff to make me happy and I never go to God for joy that he provides. Sometimes uh, I forget to talk to him. Sometimes I go a whole day and, I, and all of a sudden by the end of the day, I'm off, I'm mad, I'm irritable, I'm grumpy, I'm anxious, I'm unfocused and I'm going, what's going on? And it's because I haven't talked to him all day. Sometimes I just get into complaining mode and I'm looking at all my life and I'm really dissatisfied and I'm not being thankful for anything. I, I don't like my car. I wish I could have what they have. I, why, why can't I go on that vacation? Wow, wow. And I'm in this complaining mode. Sometimes my life looks a little bit like the bad one. But God's will for you is to be not just happy, but joyful. That no matter what is happening, you can see life as a positive and be hopeful for what your future holds. He wants you to talk with him and he wants to talk with you and he wants to lead you and he wants to guide you and he wants to provide for you every day all the time and, and he wants to see you he wants you to see your life for what it is blessed and good and maybe not as bad as the world would want you to think and everyone 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 everyone's for you page of life needs to have this stuff in their life god's will god's way is the best way for you so let's pray god we thank you so much. We thank you that you have shown us, God, what it is that you want for us. And I pray, Lord, as we look at our life and we look at what's, what's my for you page of my life look like, I pray, Lord, that we would work on, on these things, always being joyful, constantly talking to you, never stopping praying, and being thankful 
for everything that you have done for us, God. I pray, Lord, that you would walk with us and that, God, we would choose your will, your way, not our will, not our way, Father God. And we love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center podcast. For more information on what's happening at 4640, you can check us out on social media or our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights, and we hope to see you there.